Hello, hello, hello. Monday morning. Monday morning when all the possibilities are possible. They sure are. We are here, David Mustard and... Jenny Mustard. And we are the Good Times Podcast. We sure are. Yeah. And uh, have you seen my Good Times uh, coffee cup that you can now get uh, at um, uh, on Patreon? Uh, nice, how right? can you get it? It's very, very pretty. I love Will that you color. just sign up for, I don't know which tier, one of the tiers, and it says coffee cup. Oh, I have a sticker on my computer as well. It's everywhere. The good well times is up. everywhere. Yes. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please give it a thumbs up. That always helps us ride that algorithm mm-hmm. whilst the big companies are trying to suppress us and take us down. Oh my God. The conspiracies are flying right the now. The conspiracies are flying mm-hmm. and they're all true. They're all true. So the, the big, what, what would you call them? Big, not big pharma, but big, big TV. Big TV. Big TV tries to silence us. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to elaborate? Yes, I, I want to uh, elaborate. So, mm-hmm. okay. <sighs> this is going to be a bit technical mm-hmm. and complicated. Mm-hmm. So uh, on YouTube, for example, uh, you can show uh, clips from uh, other things that you've seen yeah. and talk about them. For example, I had a movie uh, YouTube channel before uh, where I talked about movies. I showed clips from the movies and that is within the uh, realm of fair use. So fair use is like a legal term for yeah. that you're allowed to show parts of movies because you're doing like a social commentary on it yes. or like a review on it. So that basically means that you can take copyrighted material, yeah. show it in your video mm. Uh, without it being like an infringement of copyright laws. Yes, and the company uh, that owns the copyright, Mm -hmm. like for example, uh, a a channel can talk about minimalism and use clips from your channel, for example. Yes, they're allowed. Uh, Exactly, and you get a little notification saying, we have found copyrighted material from you on another channel. And then you can look at it and say, oh, it's not a re-upload or anything like that. It's just someone who's talking about you. Even Uh, if they're saying mean stuff, I can't do anything about it. Yeah, well, if it's harassment and bullying, bullying you can yeah, probably but, but, report but, but, it. But <laughs> they can, but they can do like a fair review, saying yes, like this definitely. this channel yeah. is shit. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah, exactly. And that's Never happened though. Mm-hmm. Um, but for example, we used a clip of Digidog. Yeah. Uh, from oh yeah the Fox robot dog Television, the nypd the, the, robo yeah, dog exactly the uh, the uh, the other week uh, what did what did the listeners think of the dog did, did they find it cute creepy creepy, creepy. Yeah. yeah uh so it's a 30 second clip mm-hmm. that we used we were talking over it and everything uh and fox television then gets a notification or maybe not fox television but there are huge copyright farms basically of, of people i don't like the word farm no exactly I feel it sounds, like, sounds bad yeah it uh, sounds really sinister of, of people sitting and finding copyrighted material mm-hmm. uh and and then taking all the monetization taking all the money from that video yeah for example mr beast one of the biggest channels on youtube he's like hummed a song for 10 seconds in a video and they have uh come down on him and take in all the money from one of his videos and stuff like that. So happens basically all the time. what happens is if if they say that you're like not doing the fair use thing, if yeah. they're saying that you're using someone's song or someone's yeah. material, what so basically say that Fox Television, for example, yeah. they own the rights to the the clip of the digitog that we showed. Yeah. So what they can do that is then say to YouTube, like, yeah, they're using our clip. Yeah. So hence 
we should get the ad money from the pre-rolls. Yes. So all the money that we get, we have an hour-long podcast yeah. and we show ads throughout the podcast. Mm. All the money for the whole hour of us talking, Fox Television can then claim because we, for 20 seconds, show a clip of their diggy dog. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so what happened is they... they but they, what happens then if... Uh, they, it, well, they, they claim it mm-hmm. uh, and then I dispute it. Which is just how you do it on YouTube. And, and YouTube is like, they've come so far since I did, uh, you know, the movie reviews. Uh, yeah. So so now there's even like, you can you can just click like fair, fair use, use and then give a brief description. Nothing weird happens all the time when yeah. you use clips and stuff. Uh, and then they have to review it within 30 days and, and uh, get back Fox to television. you, basically. Uh, within... 15 seconds of me disputing it they were like nope like so it, of course no one's watched it yeah it's it's you just know automatic clicking oh, oh yeah pretty much automatic yeah. like someone has just been like no nope, i'm taking this yeah uh and uh, we lose all the money on that episode yeah but be- because the thing is then after they have said no you can't use it I have a second chance of disputing it. Mm-hmm. Saying like, no, they're wrong. Yeah. I have a legal right to exactly. use this material. But then YouTube presents you with this really, you know, <sighs> terrifying legal language. Yeah. Saying, you can dispute this now. Mm-hmm. But if we find, if, if they find it uh, wrong, basically, mm-hmm. um you can get a copyright strike on your channel. Mm-hmm. You get three and your channel is cancelled forever. Ooh. So small channels or smaller channels like ours yeah. never do that. The big channels, they're like, fuck you. I, I can use this. Uh, this. Yeah. But like channels like uh, us, we're like, oh no, I'm we're not going to dispute gonna that. Yeah. And, and all the money goes to Fox Television. But that's, that's when you then... Of everything bad in the world that's when you then demonetize that video so no one gets the money no ads exactly yeah so if you want to support us support us on patreon so that we can make some money from the podcast because we we don't do it if people reluctantly give money to fox television (laughs) but the thing is like we have okay so what happens if we have an hour-long podcast yes we show one clip from fox television one song from this or that blah 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 and then this and this like who gets the money then i don't know the first person who who grabs it yeah so what's happening now because of so many people do uh review channels news channels music channels whatever Mm. where people use use music movies clips from whatever yeah, reacting to yeah so we all know like the music industry is like going past the film people aren't watching movies as much as before and whatever yeah so this is actually have become a really important revenue stream for these uh, uh like the, the music labels the yeah. film industry uh, f- for, for example uh gaming would never be what it is today how big it is without people being able to use uh, clips of them playing yeah. video games. Yeah. It's like, because gaming is like the biggest industry in the world. And yeah. it is because of YouTube videos and and uh, live streaming on Twitch and stuff like that. That's what I find it's so bad. Like if you look at the movie review channels, mm. uh, the, the, the movie, um, uh, what's it called? The movie... Trailer. 
No, the the it's company. Like, What's it called? A movie the studio. <laughs> studio. Thank you. The movie studios get free advertisement yeah. on these channels. These YouTubers just do it because they love movies, right? And yes. they just talk about movies and like, oh my god, this movie's so great, and they show a little clip. Yeah. This is making people go watch the movies or download the movie or whatever. And instead of just being happy that they get free press yeah. from all these amazing like movie interested YouTubers. Yeah. They instead say like, oh, we're going to take the free press, but we're also going to take your ad money. Yeah, but I uh, I don't know if they do that as much as before. Yeah, but they have done it like for ages. It's yeah, been like yeah, a yeah. big oh, yes, problem. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. instead of just like supporting the people who are mm. actually talking about mm. your format and being like real movie lovers, you're going to screw them over by also taking their like hard-earned ad money yeah. that basically pay their rent. Yeah, yeah, it, it was... Um, so like, sneaky. It, w- it was some video game company that tried that. They, they were like, no uh, gamers can use our content without paying for it or something like that. And the gamers were like, oh, really? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so silly. I, That's just I so silly. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I still find it in- extremely unfair that if you hum a song for five seconds, that music label a label can take the money that you make from a whole episode of one hour podcast i mean yes. what what's uh, yeah it's all that yeah so uh, and it's like the the law is on our side but we we we're won't like fight oh it. i'm not gonna fight yeah. <laughs> i'm not gonna fight rupert rupert murdoch yeah. which i believe owns <laughs> that yeah, company if they're bullies they're just like they're big so they can do whatever they want yeah. on youtube and it might not even be them it might be you know another company that is sitting and just taking all of this for them kind of yeah but they still employ, oh, yeah. employ all, them. All them so so my mission in life will now be to take down fox television <laughs> i don't want that to be <laughs> your mission <laughs> in life <laughs> don't you don't, don't you want that to be my mission in life can i hear the laughter again slowly but surely when i'm on my deathbed <laughs> it, we will still have it trying to take down fox television we will start next week with a story about Fox Television and what they have done for the world. Oh my gosh! Okay, that's yes. gonna be this. It's gonna be a long list. It's gonna be a long list. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, it was your birthday. Oh yeah! Yeah. Thank you your, for all the birthday messages. From how was everyone. your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> did you have fun? I did have fun. It was. Uh, it was a little. It was hopefully fingers crossed the last quarantine lockdown birthday yeah you got some nice presents oh oh, i i got the coffee hold it up the coffee uh, press yeah jenny got the coffee i got the coffee press from jenny like a month ago Mm -hmm. and everyone was asking where did you get it because you didn't get it from them because it was not sold anymore yeah i don't remember what that shop is called okay bad but story I, I just i just googled if you go like google alessi coffee press and just click the google shopping okay you will find it yeah you will find it okay alessi coffee press okay so i'm gonna do that right now why not alessi coffee press and go to google shopping that's why so I found a, it. A, a year uh or something because i'm getting a ton no. of just scroll down it was quite high up um oh there it is yeah uh buh, buh, buh. From a store with three stars. <laughs> really? I had no uh, issues with it. It came quick. It was nice. Yeah. No problem. Uh, the store is called Dream Icons. Dream Icons? DreamIcons.com. Uh, but don't take my word for it. 
the logo is slightly out of focus. So click on it. And they only have three stars on the on the on the on the I had no issues with them. Uh, if it was that place you bought it from. Well I do kind of remember the name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just be wary. I'm not uh, you're not saying endorsing that it, them. I'm not endorsing that. I no. have no issues, but I can't talk <laughs> speak about them any more than that. No. Um, it might have not have been them, right? Yeah, it might not yeah. have even have been them. Anyway, your birthday. Yes. What did you get? Did you get anything fun? Yeah, I got a Kobo. Oh yeah, a, a, a reading yes. tablet. So I, as I've been saying for ages that I've been trying to get off the Kindle train because, like, the Kindle reader. I think that the Kindle reader is great. Yeah. It's just that I don't want to. I don't want to buy books from Amazon if I can buy it from other places. Yeah. Uh, so for ethical reasons. Also, how long have you had like my my Kindle? When did you? I think you bought that for me last time we lived in London. So what's that like? Twenty twelve, yeah, maybe. Yeah, something like that. So you've had that for like nine years. Yeah. Mine stopped working after five. But was it just five? No, I think it was longer. Right? Yeah, I think it was five years, and then it stopped. All right. Uh, and but yours, mine just been keeping going. Uh, I mean, it's not. It's quite slow now. Yeah, to yeah, be fair. Of course. And sometimes it yeah. takes a little while to just mm. like yeah. turn the page. But I, I love all these things, like the. the uh, the monitor we're using here is is the iMac that you're using uh, to write on on a daily basis almost, and that's from 2011. Yeah, it's it's ten years I, old. I and it's still tend going to strong. hold on to tech for quite a long time, considering yeah. that my job is so tech based. Yeah, but it's like for if, uh, like you can't edit videos on this computer anymore. No, I can hardly <laughs> do anything on that. To be no, honest. Exactly. I can write. I but mean, you can write. Yeah. Like just writing on Google Docs, it doesn't take up a lot of of brain power. No, so. I mean, it does, but not for the computer. But you got a Kobo. I got a Kobo. I haven't mm. tried it yet because I'm still reading. I'm finishing up a few books that I have on my old reader. Yeah. Uh, so I can't give you a review of it yet. No. It looks and feels very much like a Kindle. Yeah. I do think that there will be a problem, and that is the light situation on it. So, of course, it's you can, too bright. Yeah, you can you can choose brightness on it, but the lowest brightness you mm. can have. I think it's going to be too light mm. when I'm lying in bed. David is sleeping. Oh, yeah, I, I had that with the new Kindle. When I when I bought a new Kindle, mm-hmm. uh, the lowest light level was too bright. Mm. And I think that the lowest uh, brightness level on my old Kindle, which is very dark, is still mm. too bright to have in a completely dark room. Yeah. So I think we it might be a problem. We might need to get like a night light or something mm. because I don't want to hurt my eyes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that was good. I also got a champagne bucket that looks kind of like a stormtrooper hat. It is very cool. That is, it's, the it doesn't look coolest. like it, but, but it's it's it's, it's, it's very a very cool uh, champagne bucket. Mm-hmm. You have insane privilege. That's yes, what, what I think when I hear yes, the champagne, word champagne. Maybe maybe a champagne bucket isn't like something people usually have in their homes. But <laughs> I do like champagne. And other sparkling wines. Yes, you don't, don't discriminate. discriminate. Cava, Prosecco. I like all of them. Cremant. Oh, wow. Is that a specific? Yeah, this uh, non yeah. French non-champagne. And, and when you buy uh, British ones, they're called sparkling wine, right? Yes. It just says sparkling wine, right? Fizz. Well, that's, the, that's <laughs> a, another version. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I got a beautiful champagne bucket. I got some gorgeous books. Everyone has been talking about the Sylvia Plath, um, the bell jar book that I got from you, David. Because of the cover. Yeah, the edition is so nice. And everyone's like, oh, is that like an cover. old, uh, like pre-owned copy? No, no that's it's the, Faber. Yeah, that's the new Faber. One. Yeah, Faber. that doesn't mean anything to anyone. Faber. 
Yeah. The publishing house, Faber. Faber. Fei-hu, fei Uh So that's actually a current edition. Anyone can buy it if they want it. Yeah. It's gorgeous, black fantastic. and gold. Do you want to talk about storytelling a bit? Oh, yeah. So I'm reading this book and I cannot stop talking. David is so tired of me because every time we go on a walk now, I'm just like, do you want to hear what I read? Are you tired of it? Um, when it's interesting, it's interesting. Yeah. So, and, and no, but it's like when, when you and me go on walks, it's uh, like, okay, here's... So Jenny... Oh, you were about to uh, say, you, here's you, the thing, were you? You, you don't have <laughs> photographic memory, but you can pretty much recite something to perfection that you just read. Because like, <laughs> if I read something, yeah. I'm like, oh, I kind of understand it or kind of don't understand it, especially if it's like something to do with studying or whatever. Yeah. You take stuff in, understand it, put it in context. And like, that's why you have a study brain, basically. Yes, but it's not because I have a brilliant brain. No. I mean, I do. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it is quite brilliant, my brain. <laughs> but it's not because i'm one of those people who can just read a page and then remember it forever photographic whatever it's because it's because of fucking dedication yeah that, that, that's i true. read yeah. so slowly so i read this book mm. it's not it's a short little book but i read it like paragraph for paragraph and i read it and i think about what i've read i yeah. reread it and then i write it down in a notebook then if you, something is interesting yeah then you and me go on a walk and you and I tell me it. what has happened yeah. in the book now yeah. so then so what, what, what's the thing now all right <laughs> if, if you want to so, go into that so basically the book is called uh, the science of storytelling science the science okay. of the storytelling mm-hmm. by will store I think his name is, which is a cool name, Science isn't it? Science of Story. So he's basically a journalist, journalist, novelist, whatever. And he has been looking into what the science says about storytelling and why we tell stories and how we tell stories and what's going on. Yep. Which for anyone who isn't interested in storytelling might sound like a super boring book. Yep. But this is not a book about storytelling. This is not a book about how to write better movies. This is about... This psychology is of man the human evolution the human condition this is about the human condition mm-hmm. welcome to three parts by jenny mustard <laughs> welcome to three parts this is so basically mm. what it is is, the, is is instead of talking about like oh this is how you write a novel or whatever yeah. it talks about this is why we tell stories how we tell stories and why our brains are extreme non like you, you cannot even believe the the level of liars that our brains are like the in what way chronic liars so basically our brains take in a bunch of information right yeah and then it chooses what to remember what to like narrate for us i thought we were going to talk about the uh, yeah. taking people up and okay, down okay fine <laughs> i just find this very interesting so yeah. i'm just trying to explain what the book is about yeah so basically the the book is about how our brains lie to us, tells us stories for our consciousness. Mm. So our conscious uh, experience of the world is just a a lie. It's a it's a big lie. Are you saying that we are in a simulation? Or is this I'm a... saying this, David. Colors don't exist. Are you saying that we just make up colors? We make up everything. Okay. Everything is made up. Okay. It everything I'm seeing around me now. Yeah. It's, it's just an illusion oh, that my brain is telling me. 
it depends on how you look at it, of course. Of course you're going to... This is your a brain lying to you now, David. Now your brain is telling you, don't trust her. Her hair is weird. We shouldn't trust her. She looks strange. I don't think we need to oh, take it. Oh, you mean it in that any, way? Yeah. Okay. So your brain is lying to you about what I'm telling you right now because I'm telling you the truth. But who knows? Because my brain is also lying to me right now. So I might... I might also not be telling the truth. Can you can you explain this more so you don't sound like a okay? So basically, no, but the, basically, it's like uh, our brains are addicted to cause and effect. So our brains will automatically think that there is a cause for this effect. Hmm. So, for example, if I if I uh, throw up, I'm gonna like my brain is gonna start trying to find reasons. Like, what did she eat? Hmm. Oh, she ate a banana earlier. So yeah. that must be the reason why she threw up. Yeah. Like we need to have a cause for everything. Yeah. And even when there isn't a cause, we will make one up. Okay. So yeah. the, because the brain needs to make sense of everything all mm. the time. So that's why it's just it's just lying. If it can't come up with a reason, it would just lie to us so that everything makes sense and we become a bit like, oh, that's good. I know that I shouldn't eat bananas anymore. You know, these yeah. kind of things. Anyway, what I want to talk about now, there's so many things. I'm going to come back to this book over and over and over again in this podcast because it is so interesting. But what I want to talk about today is one phenomenon that we've been talking about before, which is like, what should we call it? Like the curve. The Should we call it like the celebrity curve? Or what yeah, do you want to call that it? that people want to build people up and then they love taking them down. Yeah, so it's this trajectory. Or like if you have a celebrity, you love to follow, like a star is born, mm. that phenomenon. Like someone who is completely just like picked up on the street like oh you look like you could be a great singer and then you follow her from like being a poor like you know bullied girl into becoming like a world famous megastar yeah. that's a very interesting and like satisfying thing to to see right mm. but once she is a world famous superstar we don't want her to stay there no uh, then we wanted to have like a mental breakdown if, or like a bankruptcy or something that brings her down yeah. to our level again. If you look at, at sports, uh, for example, if it's like, I have no idea who won the gold medal in whatever sport. Yeah. But I can probably tell you exactly who got caught uh, cheating. Yeah. Because the the taking Who's down of... of uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Lance Armstrong cycling who who cares about cycling yeah. it's like a, i'm not putting cycling down but it's like a, it's such a, it's not a household a, a name tiny kind of sport. tiny yeah. tiny sport you could say yeah uh, compared to at least it's weed and, and stuff it, it like is. that yeah. yeah but uh but i know everything about lance armstrong yeah. because he cheated for his whole career yeah. pretty much and he had a famous wife that's uh, also juicy yeah and he uh had cancer yeah, so he had, he had both. Like, he had uh, ups and downs and yeah, ups and downs. And, and we yeah. love the ups and downs. So why, why I want to talk about this in this perspective of this book that I'm reading. Mm. And what they've seen is uh, when they look at group animals in general, you want a stable hierarchy because, look, if you have an omega and you have an alpha, that means, and everyone in between, that means everyone knows the role. Yeah. But for some reason, humans and chimpanzees, they want to have like a flexible, movable hierarchy. Yeah, we yeah, we do. <laughs> so if you have someone who is the alpha, <laughs> so if you have someone who is the alpha, you don't want that person to stay the alpha for too long. Maybe like three to five years, you want yeah. that person to stay the alpha. And then you want to have a switcheroo, which means that for us humans and for chimpanzees, we love seeing the underdog yeah. reach new potentials. Mm. Like we, we love to see the journey of someone being the omega and then like, 
finding it in themselves to be strong and powerful and smart and clever and whatever and rise to the top. Yeah. But once they've been at the top for a couple of years, we want to see them go back down again. Yeah. That's so that's like very uh satisfying for us humans because mm. that's how how our like mental psychology yeah. when and it comes to Why is that satisfying for us? I don't know. I don't know why we are like that. Like why we want to have like this movable hierarchy. No, but you talked about the pain receptors and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, I'm getting to it. I'm getting yeah, to it. Okay, okay. So, so uh, what they've done, they did this funny study. Okay, I'm, I'm taking this from memory now. So I might not remember the all the details perfectly, mm. but whatever. So they took these people and they pretend that they're in a study where they're testing their skill at mm. something. And then you can ha- get like... Um, um, three points, two points, or one point. So mm. if you get three points, you're really good at this mm. scale. If you get a two point, you're medium good at this scale. If you get one point, you're mm. really bad at this scale. And all the people in the study got two points, like medium. Mm. So basically, they just made up telling all these people, you are medium at this scale. Oh, okay, yeah. But and then they have like actors who are three pointers and one pointers. Oh, okay. So mm. you have some actors who are worse than you and you have some actors that are better than you at this scale. They are measuring their brain they, uh, yeah, at the so, same time, right? So they're measuring mm. brains. Mm. And then what they do, I don't know how they explain this to the mm. poor people in the mm. in the experiment, but what they do is like they take the three-pointers mm. and the one-pointers mm. and they film them while they're getting painful injections into their face. Mm. Of course, this is fake. Yeah. They're just faking that it's painful. Yeah. Yeah. But they're showing the two-pointers, the people who are actually in the experiment, mm. they're showing them footage mm. of three-pointers and one-pointers getting painful injections into their faces. Mm. And then they ask the two-pointers like, how are you feeling when you see this footage? And all the two pointers say like, oh, I feel horrible. I feel yeah. so much empathy and pity for these poor people. Why are you giving them painful injection? Yeah, yeah. Makes no sense. What's yeah. up with you guys? This what is, is their brain saying? Their brain. What their brain is saying. <laughs> their brain is. Okay. So when it comes to the one pointers, like the the people who have, are bad at this skill, yeah. the you do feel, if you're a two pointer, if you're part of the experiment, you do, your brain does feel like empathy and pity for the one-pointers, like the people who are bad at this skill. But when you see someone who is better than you at this skill, the three-pointers, when you see them get a painful injection into your face, your brain, pleasure center, lights up. Yeah, even though you you yourself will say, this is horrible. Yeah, but you will feel, your brain is telling you, this is satisfying. Okay. More of this, please. So, uh, okay, yeah. this is a, like a small experiment, obviously. Explainable. I, I love all these these kinds of experiments because it's like they're, they're so uh, elaborate it's because like they have to like figure out how can we... How can in, we test it? How can we test this, mm. basically? Mm. And they have to come up with this two points, one point, yeah. three point thing. Yeah. Yeah. So this explains social media behavior. Okay. Because we love to see people who are more successful than us, prettier than us, you know, better in any way at any scale, we love to see them being taken down. Yeah. So moral outrage mm. is a lot of the time just enjoying seeing people being brought down in the hierarchy. Yeah. Yeah. At definitely. the same time, yeah. we love when we see someone against all odds, you know, reach new like look at all of the movies who are like rags to riches stories or like sports movies mm. or like ugly girl becomes, you know, gets a makeover and becomes a popular girl at school. Mm. But if she was a pretty girl popular at school from the beginning of the movie, mm. we want to see it been taken down. Yep. It's just human nature. Yeah. But I think like if we know this about ourselves, that moral outrage is usually not actually 
real moral outrage. It's more about wanting us to see the hierarchy have a switcheroo. Maybe we can like scan our own behavior a little bit and understand our own behavior before we start typing in caps lock. True. True. That's my story. <laughs> great, great. I love it. I love it. I love it. The Science of Storytelling by Will Storr. Everyone should read it. So interesting. Great, Professor Jenny. Mm-hmm. Next week on <laughs> Professor Jenny. It's going to be something else. Yeah. No, but uh, I, I, I like that uh, idea. Yeah. Everything. It's uh, horrible though, isn't it? Yeah. Our brains are useless creeps. Yeah. I'm out. Now it's time for a break. Mm-hmm. A big thank you to Hap Day for sponsoring us today. Thank you so much, Happday. Happday is a happy-based app where the goal is to bring your attention to happy moments of your life. We talk a lot about living your life to the fullest for your personal happiness, and Happday is fully into this movement and brings us a different view on what posting photos and videos really mean to us. So, manage your happiness and save your photo memories to improve your mental health. Track and manage happiness one photo at a time. Happday lets you record, rate and relive your happiest moments. Simply snap a photo of something that makes you happy and post it on Happday, the self-care app. Give each photo a happiness rating or leave a note, save a picture every day to start a streak. The Happday method can increase your happiness levels after 21 days, so check it out in the App Store. And if you decide to subscribe, we have a promo code for you. Use green and get one month for free valid for the next 10 days we, we have a link below for this oh that's so what the world needs right now to yeah. just like not have any of the unhappy stuff in your feed just the happy stuff exactly mm. thank you to happy thank you happy also a big thank you to better help for sponsoring us this week yes thank you to better help if there is something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals, then BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. You can connect with professional counselors in a safe and private online environment. You can now get help on your own time and at your own pace. And you can schedule secure video or phone sessions plus chat and text with your therapist. And now the Good Times podcast listeners can get 10% off your first month with discount code the mustards. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash the mustards and join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash the mustards. That's us. That is us. Mm. Yes. A big thank you to BetterHelp. And a big thank you to Skillshare for sponsoring us this week. Yes. The online learning community is offering our listeners a free trial of premium membership. Witness your own transformation as you turn small steps into giant leaps with Skillshare's online classes. There are so many fascinating classes on Skillshare on topics including illustration, design, photography, animation, productivity, and much, much more. I wonder if we did like an experiment and just put you on all the illustration classes for like a month to see if we can take your stick figures into something can you, like even remotely artsy. Well, with Skillshare, you can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Skillshare helps you move your creative journey forward without putting life on hold. Their short classes are a perfect fit for your busy routine. So now explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash the mustards, where you will get a free trial of premium membership. That's two weeks for free at Skillshare.com slash the mustards. That is a good deal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Skillshare. Finally, of course, we need to thank our Patreons. Yes, thank you so much for supporting us every month. You're there for us. You're helping this podcast the backbone uh, grow. Of the show. Yeah, exactly. And now we need you more than ever when people like Fox Television is t- trying to Steal take down your your favorite podcast. <laughs> 
Is that what I tried to do? No, they don't want to take us down. They just want to steal the money. Exactly. They want to steal our money. So yeah. support us on Patreon and help us out. So we can so we can dedicate our lives to taking down Fox Television. Yes. And mm. now we have uh, beautiful coffee cups and and uh, and stickers and t-shirts and stuff over on Patreon as well. So beautiful. I love yes. that logo. Yes. Mm. And let's get back to the show. Back to the show. We are back. And we are back. Uh, we have a question of the week over for, from our Discord. Uh, and uh, it says, I have a question of the week for David Mustard and Jenny Mustard. Wow. I would love to hear your opinion on treat yourself culture, including how you both both treat yourselves and how to decide what is reasonable a reasonable treat uh, in terms of cost and frequency i think that treat yourself has been used by companies and capitalism to encourage spending but it is also difficult to live without treating yourself to something occasionally <laughs> I, I've, I've i've never heard of this phenomenon yeah. as a, a treat yourself culture a marketing but, trick yeah exactly yeah, and yeah. it was like yeah, I, well, I haven't heard of it as people, you know, on YouTube are talking about self-love. I, mean, I haven't heard of it as people doing videos on treat yourself culture, but I think it's very interesting. And I, I and as she says, companies and capitalism encourage spending by saying this. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I haven't thought about it. But you see it in like advertisement the, all, the the, most... all the time saying like, you you deserve this. Yeah, I mean, like, but isn't it L'Oreal that's, al- that's, that's always had like, because you're worth it. Isn't maybe you're born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. No, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one, though. <laughs> yeah, gets... but it's, a, it's like, uh, uh, you know, uh, a coffee brand, for example, like or chocolate or something mm. like. Take take some time for yourself. But, Have but, some coffee but from I our think brand. They're like, yeah, obviously, they're going to try to capitalize on it, but we cannot stop treating ourselves because we don't want to be a part of a marketing strategy. I mean, treating ourselves is like shouldn't be seen as something we do as capitalists. No, I mean uh, it depends or, yeah, on but, depends but, on how you treat yourself. Yeah. But if you, but I, I think it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's and, an interesting and, yeah. phenomenon, and obviously, mm. like I mean, companies or PR agencies are gonna capitalize on everything we do, which is good and nice. Mm. So that's, nice. that's just what is nice. <laughs> what is nice? <laughs> uh, treating yourself is nice. Yeah, you don't have to be a capitalist uh, to treat yourself, though. No. How do you, how do you treat yourself, David? I, uh, I treat myself to to uh, unhealthy food. Do you feel like a uh, marketing d- 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 strategy is telling you to do that, or is that your own idea? That's my own idea. That's your brain because lying to you, though. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, we we can't um, like during the last year. Mm-hmm. Just been uh, my treat. The last year has yeah. been unhealthy food. Yeah. Uh, just because that's the that's one of the only things you can go to when you're at home like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. There's not much else to do. Let's get some unhealthy food to celebrate our our life. Yeah, but uh, are there healthy healthy way and uncapitalistic ways you can treat yourself? Um. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, give some examples of that then. Like a good way mean to treat like... yourself. For instance, yesterday. Yeah. You gave me a massage. That is true. Didn't cost a damn thing. It didn't. Except maybe some like finger power from you <laughs> yeah you could call it that yeah <laughs> that's it but maybe not everyone has someone who will uh, but, like uh, just offer uh, the massages i'm like i mean um, i go to myself i go to like you know buying some flowers lighting some candles and drinking a nice 
for some people, Wine, it's like uh, going out in nature, either. for example. Yeah, or stuff but like is that. that really a treat, though? No, that's not a treat. That's oh. being good. Anything... No, but, but it can be definitely no. treating yourself, especially if you're like no. a, a hiker slash camper no. person. It's still being good. Yeah, but you like doing it. So a therefore, treat, it's a treat. A treat is always diverging from stuff you do because you should. No, no, no. But but like, for example, if, you, if you're like, oh, let's go camping this weekend. It's not because you're good. It's because you want a treat. That's because you're good. No one goes camping as a treat. <laughs> no one. I, it's I, because you want to come home and then tell everyone, I went camping. What did you do with your weekend? I, I, I right? can, I can right? see... I can see Sustainably Vegan and all her followers being really <laughs> horrified right now. <laughs> They're like, we love they camping. Know right. They know I'm right. <laughs> we love walking in the countryside they know, and camping. They know why they camp. <laughs> <laughs> they know. They know why they, deep down they know it's because they're good yeah. when they camp. <laughs> no one goes camping because it's as a treat. No one ever has done that ever. Okay. If you treat yourself, it yeah. means that you're doing something that you kind of know you shouldn't, mm. right? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, giving yourself a massage or someone else a massage, that's actually treating yourself without being good. It is. Because you're being bad because you're taking up someone else's time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, do you have anything more on treating yourself? No, that's it. Yeah. That, that, that's your whole, how do you find a balance? That is how you find oh, a balance. Oh, okay. Was that also a bit of a question? Yeah. yeah. I guess like one, th- okay, one thing is really good. Mm-hmm. That I... What is good? What is nice? <laughs> but the, one thing that I really subscribe to is the idea, and, and it's not like I've subscribed to this idea because actually I came up with it myself. So yeah. my idea that I'm subscribing to myself mm-hmm. is that the the like the like fewer things you treat yourself to on a daily basis, mm-hmm. the more you're going to enjoy even the small things mm-hmm. once you do treat yourself. Mm-hmm. For example, if you are a person that eats, uh, eats out every day, mm-hmm. smokes, drinks a lot of coffee, and then drinks beer every night... Mm-hmm you're not going to enjoy that beer on a Saturday mm. because you have it every day. Mm. You're not going to enjoy eating out because you do that every day. Yeah. You're not going to enjoy that cigarette because you smoke five, ten cigarettes yeah. per day. But if you if you are like super strict mm. Monday to Thursday, you will enjoy even eating, you know, something that's kind of healthy but not in your everyday diet. Like, yeah. for instance, I can enjoy eating like raw energy balls because I that's like a Saturday treat for me. Mm. But like if you already do a bunch of like the bad junky stuff during the week, you're not going to enjoy any bad junky stuff on the weekend. True. That's balance. Mm. That's balance for mm. you. Anyway, thank you for the question over on Discord. Leave more questions of the week there for us. That is a really, really beautiful. And I love it. <laughs> uh, so I want to go to a really old interview from the early 80s, I would say. Uh, this is oh my god I love that setup yeah uh, this is from a Swedish uh, TV show mm-hmm. uh, where Staffan Schmidt interviews Warren Kahn the singer from Ultravox alright uh, because Ultravox have just released their new single Vienna mm-hmm. uh, the interviewer Vienna as the city Vienna yeah, yeah. Uh, Vienna oh yeah something like that yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know my Ultravox yeah <laughs> uh, the interviewer keeps saying Venice <laughs> throughout <laughs> the interview. <laughs> Which is a, a completely other city. city. Yeah, exactly. And this happens. Wait, so the interview doesn't even know the name of the song that they have released? 
Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's a Swedish guy that has to speak English. All so right, right. Don't blame him too much. Let's see here. Just that type of music. There are many who take after them, actually. Well, I just explained for the audience that you made this film, and I, I'd really like to know why you made the okay. film. Is it not enough with the music? So here's another thing. This is the most Swedish interview ever. They have made a music video, mm-hmm. which they're calling a film here. Which, because which, this, yeah, this, this is this is probably, you know, either before MTV or early MTV. The dawn of the music video age. Exactly. Kind of. So he's like, the most Swedish thing ever is to actually ask someone why... Uh, why have you made a music video yeah exactly isn't, isn't it music enough, enough with 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 uh, why, yeah. why that, are you trying to bite off such a big yeah mouthful? it's like who yeah. do you think you are yeah. that's the most just swedish question music. Ever. every swedish just interview ever is always like trying to put down the person yes. they're interviewing oh, again yeah. movable hierarchy yeah let's let's see bring uh, down the celebs uh, let's see if we get to the part of the clip here let's mm-hmm. see well uh, before I say anything else, I, I just hope that Venice is Swedish for Vienna. It is. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he's like, he's calling him out. He's like, oh. Why you keep to call, calling call my, my song Venice, Venice when it's called Vienna? Is that Swedish for Vienna? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Why would Venice be Swedish for Vienna? <laughs> let's see. Let's see. I want to yeah, hear this. Again. I want to hear so this again. So cocky, so cocky. Well... Uh, before I say anything else, I, I just hope that Venice is Swedish for Vienna. It is. Good. Uh, <laughs> good. We like making movies. We're all movie fans. It, it gives us a, a good chance to make a miniature movie and do a bit of acting. What you say is that he is a film fan, movie fan. And this film is called Venice. So, okay, that was in Swedish, but he 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 he, he says again. He says his, again. His video is called because he's Venice. like, oh fuck, I've said the wrong name throughout this presentation and everything. I've said the wrong name, so he 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 says yes. His video Venice. <laughs> so he, like, he just he sticks has to, to it. He, he has, has to he, keep. Yeah, he, stick, has to, yeah. he has to stick to it. Oh my god, that's. <laughs> I love this video in so many ways. Like you say, it's, it's a classic it, it Swedish might interview. Be the most Swedish interview ever. And 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 like his immediate reaction when he's like, "I really hope that Venice is the Swedish name for Vienna." It is. Like <laughs> it, it is. It is. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh my god. Can you imagine though being that Warren guy and having to sit through all of these interviews with these like as holy interviewers? Like, it was like, it's like Swedish interviews have become better since then. But like in the 80s, it was like every interview was just like brutal. Uh, yeah. If someone won uh, in Sweden, they would praise the person getting the silver, not the gold. Yes. Always congratulate yeah. the silver medalist before you even talk to the gold medalist. Oh, they and, still and, do that. And, they still and do that. raise them more. It's like yeah. amazing. You got a silver. Yeah. You are great. And if someone got a gold, it's like who so, do you think you are? Yeah, it's like so. Uh, how much time have you really spent? Is it is it really like your kids? Are, are, oh yeah, are, are you taking care of dad? Do you have time to be a dad when you're winning gold yeah. in the Olympics? Why Always. aren't you? But again, movable hierarchy. Bring down the celebs. Exactly. You don't Swedes like, are experts. You in it. don't like the gold medalist. You like no. the silver medalist. Yeah. Everyone loves an underdog. Everyone loves an underdog. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's another thing they said in that book mm-hmm. uh, that people tend to go around, walking around, no matter who they are, yeah. thinking that they are the underdog in the situation. And okay. I, yeah. like, look at me, for example. So I have, you know, half a million followers, mm. subscribers or whatever. Mm. So uh, like, obviously, that's a really good number. Yeah. Still, I only compare up. I only compare myself 
with people who have more subscribers or yeah. are growing faster than I am yeah. or, you know, are more successful, or better in, in different ways. I never compare myself with people, all the YouTube channels in, in the world that have fewer subscribers than me. I never like think about them as someone I should compare myself to. No, of course. Yeah. That's... So we're always like in this perpetual state of thinking that we are the underdog that it is on like a glorious journey towards heroism. You know what it is? Mm? It's human nature. <laughs> <laughs> what what is that laugh? It is extreme. It's it's my laugh when I'm I'm uh, I'm um, uh, sarcastic. I'm saying what? Who were they? Who who was doing that? People that say conspiracy. Ah, <laughs> that's how they laugh. People that say conspiracy instead of seaspiracy. So there's people who think that they're being really clever. Yes, exactly. Mm. So it's it's like a it's like a chuckle. Yes, mm. yes, it is, it is. All right. So what else do you have for me? Uh, that's it for this week, I think. All right. Yeah. So sign off. Yes. Thank you so much for watching and listening this week. We will be back next week as usual. Jenny's videos on Wednesdays. And uh, support us on Patreon. Yeah, and support give us on this uh, podcast a thumbs up on YouTube. That really helps. Yeah, it does. Yes. And uh, this was fun. And I help me bring down Fox, Fox TV. Going down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we need to come up with a plan for that. Let's yeah. go. Let's go sit down and scheme. Yeah. <laughs> That's us. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you. talk to you next week. Thank yes. you so much. Thank you. Have a beautiful week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.